Good morning. We welcome this new day with joy and rejoicing and praise in our heart for another new day. So God woke you up this morning for a purpose. Your identity is in Jesus Christ, not in anyone else or anything else. We can have confidence that we can do all things through Christ, you and I, my friends. And remember that God loves you with an everlasting love. Keep faith strong in your heart. Greetings to you. It is a wonderful, beautiful day by the grace and power of God our Father and the glory of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and of the Holy Ghost. And I welcome you, dear friends, and I come unto you with a prayer in my heart as we unite together. I ask in Jesus Christ's name that the Spirit of the Lord will be in our midst and that we will be taught, our eyes will be opened to understand and see and recognize what the Lord would have us to understand and put on our hearts today. My friends, in Jesus Christ's name, I pray with thee today. I hope that you are well, my friends. I hope that you are keeping your faith strong and you're feeling good about life and staying positive and and looking for the best from God our Father because He is a faithful God. And we can always count on God, no matter what we're going through, no matter what we face in this life, we can always count on God. So I pray that you are favored and you're blessed in your life. I know that you are because God is with you. So welcome once again. Today we're going to be reading from St. Matthew from the Bible, chapter 13. And we're going to be reading about our Lord and Savior. And in this chapter, the Lord taught in parables. And he gave the parable of the sower. So let me begin. I'm going to start in verse 1 and 2. The same day when Jesus out of the house and sat by the seaside, and great multitudes were gathered together unto him, so that he went into a ship and sat, and the whole multitude stood on the shore. And he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow. And when he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up. Some fell upon stony places where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprung up because they had no deepness of earth. And when the sun was up, they scorched, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. But other fell into good ground. And bore forth fruit, some an hundredfold, and some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. And he goes on in nine verses and says, Who have ears to hear, let him hear. Now, my friends, 
I want you to think about this verse. Remember, everything that the Lord taught here, you know, first, let's reflect upon the fact that the people, they gathered unto him. And he went into a ship, and the whole multitude stood on the, sh the shore, and he spake unto them. So, my friends, the one of the most significant realizations to me here is that it's important for us to come unto Christ as our Savior, our Redeemer, to have faith in Him and believe that He is God's divine Son and that through his, the power of His atonement, He has given us eternal life. But he has the power to forgive our sins. And if we repent, he can redeem us and cleanse our heart. So it's important for us, first of all, in our lives to come unto Christ. Accept him as our Savior and have faith in him in our lives. And look to Christ. You know, these people, this was in their daily lives. They gathered together unto him. So in their daily life, they took time to come to the Lord. And remember verse 9, after he taught, he said, Who have ears to hear, let him hear. Now I think that this is a significant verse here. Because when it comes down to listening to the teachings of our Lord and Savior, we have to have ears to hear. And then we can truly hear if we listen. So let's go on to verse 10. And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speaketh thou unto them in parables? Now, as many times if you may have had the opportunity to read the parable of the sower. Have you ever asked yourself, why did he speak to the people in parables? Well, let's hear the response he gave. Let's read. He answered and said unto them, because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But to them, it is not given. In verse 12, for whosoever receiveth, and this is from the Matthew 13, 10 through, 10 through 11. <clears throat> this is a translation from Joseph Smith. For whosoever receiveth, to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. But whosoever can continueth not to receive, from him shall be taken away even that he hath. So when we think about this verse, he was teaching that if we receive, an important part of hearing the word of God is receiving the word of God. Because the Lord was teaching here, 
Whosoever receiveth, to him shall be given more, and he shall have more abundance. But whosoever continueth not to receive, from him shall be taken away even that he hath. And in verse 13, it reads, Therefore speak unto them in parables, because they seeing see not, and hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. Now this is an important question, reflection for us in our lives. When it comes to the Word of God, do you see the Word of God? Do you read the Word of God? But you don't really see and receive it. You hear it. But you don't understand it. So let's go on to verse 14. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which saith, By hearing ye shall hear, and shall not understand. And seeing ye shall see, and shall not perceive. So let's think about this. This is a prophecy that was fulfilled amongst the people at that time because they heard the word of God, but they didn't understand it. It was like they were seeing the word of God, but they couldn't perceive it. They were seeing the, they was hearing the words of, of the Lord. And when you think about it, that's the word of God. It's the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But they didn't perceive it. And when we go to verse 15, we understand what the Lord meant when when he, in this prophecy, as it was fulfilled, that the people, they heard, but they didn't understand. They seen, but they didn't perceive. So let's listen to his words closely. For this people's heart is wax gross, and their ears are dull of hearing. And their eyes they have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and should understand with their heart. And should be converted, and I should heal them. So these people, they were hard-hearted. This is what it means. Their heart is wax gross, and their eyes are dull of hearing. They were in spiritual blindness. They were unbelievers. They were in unbelief when it came down to the word of God. That's what the Lord was teaching here. They heard with their ears. 
they seen with their eyes, but they couldn't perceive. And he said they couldn't be converted because of it. And he couldn't heal them. But he turned to disciples in 16, he said, But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. So now we understand what the Lord meant when he said, Behold, it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. Because their eyes was blessed, for they seen, and their ears were blessed, because they were able to hear. And listen to what he says in verse 17. For verily I say unto you that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which you see, and have not seen them, and to hear those things which ye hear, and have not heard them. So in order to see and hear and understand the word of God, our hearts have to be in the right place. They were hard-hearted. They were in spiritual blindness, the people that he taught that day. They were unbelievers. And these were the things that kept them, their eyes from seeing and their ears from hearing. So let me grab something real quick. Okay, I'm back, my friends. So let's continue. So in these verses, he gave them understanding. He gave them the the understanding and interpretation of the parable of the soul so that they, their eyes would be open and they could learn and gain knowledge. But keep in mind, Their hearts was in the right place. And because of it, they were teachable. So if we truly desire to learn and seek and have understanding of the Word of God, our heart has to be in the right place. We can't harden our hearts against the word of God. We, it's important for us not to have a spirit of unbelief about the word of God. Because it causes us to be in a state of spiritual blindness. And you cannot come to the word of God 
with spiritual blindness and expect to receive anything, really. You can't expect to gain understanding and to learn. So let's go on. Hear ye therefore the parable of the supper. So here's where he's giving them the, the meaning. But remember, their hearts was open to understanding his teachings. When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, so think about this. When you hear the word of, of God and you understand it not, then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which receives seed by the wayside. So, wow, I mean, when you think about this, when you hear the word of God and you don't understand it, your heart's not in the right place and you don't seek for it, the wicked one will come. And we're talking about Satan. And he will catch away that which was sown in your heart. This is he which received seed by the wayside, when he what he spoke of in the parable. But he that receiveth the seed into stony places, the same is he that hear the word, and a nun with joy receiveth it. Yet he have no, he have, he, yet have he not root in himself, but dure for a while. For when tribulation or persecution ariseth because of the word, by and by, he is offended. So we learn from this, these verses, these two verses here. Remember he taught the seed when it fell upon stony places. He gave understanding here. When we receive the word of God, when you, and think about this, when you receive the word of God, the promise of God, you hear it. Some of us hear it and we receive it with joy. But the word doesn't have root in our heart. And then, if it doesn't have root in our heart, when we're tested, proved, and tried, we become offended. And we stumble. And a lot of times we can fall into apostasy. And we just turn away from God, period. Because we don't understand that when you receive the word of God, it has to have root in you. 
It has to be rooted in your heart and in your spirit. And when you think about it, when it, when it comes to the Word of God being rooted in your spirit, it has to be deep in your heart. You have it. It's, it becomes like a seed, you know. If I read the Word, a promise of God today. I have to keep nourishing it in my heart. I have to keep going to that promise every day, often throughout the day, reading it, speaking it. And exercising my faith and believing in God's word that it will come to pass. So I'm rooting the word in my heart. We can hear the word of God and receive it with joy. But the word, that word, that scripture, that promise, it has to be rooted in our hearts. So that when tribulation, trials, persecution come, and we're tested, tried, and proved whether we will hold to that word, we will keep faith in our hearts about it and trust God in bringing it to pass and not becoming offended. And then, you know, and, and it, it prevents us from falling into spiritual darkness and becoming hard-hearted. And being unbelievers. When the word of God is rooted in our hearts. We won't become offended when we're tested and tried. It's, you have to understand that you will be tested and tried. And you'll be, you'll be prepared. You'll be ready. Because you will expect that it will come. But you will hold to it. Because you know why it's going to be deeply rooted in your heart. When you keep going to the promises of God, to the word of God. You know, ask the Lord, help me, dear God, to root this word in my heart. So when the tests and the trials of life come, I will pass the tests. When I'm tried and proven, I will be faithful. So he goes on to teach. He also that receiveth seed among the thorns is he that heareth the word and the cares of this world. The cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he becometh unfruitful. So think about it. We can receive the word of God and the cares of this world, the cares, the things that you, you are faced with every day, the struggles you face, the challenges you face every day. Financial difficulties, loss, 
discouragement, disappointments. These are examples of the cares of the world, trials. When you don't know what to do, you don't know where to turn, you don't even know how it's going to work out. You know, money is not the answer to everything because we will be tried. We will experience trials and tribulations and money can't, is not the answer. The deceitfulness of riches. These things choke the word. And that person becomes unfruitful. But there's a message of teaching here for us. When you, the word, the seed is sown in your heart and you hear it. Don't allow these things to choke the word, that promise of God, that word of God, out of your heart. Because you will become unfruitful. So be teachable and receive understanding and endure and continue in good works, my friends. 23, but he that receiveth seed into the good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it, which also beareth fruit and bring it forth some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. So the key is hearing the word of God and understanding it, receiving it, allowing the word of God to read. To the seed is the word of God, allowing it, doing the things to nourish it so that it will take root in your heart. And that means enduring with that understanding and remaining teachable. So that, my friends, when you hear the Word of God and you understand this, you understand that the wicked one, he will not have the power to catch away the word that was sown in your heart. You will be able to hear the word of God and be filled with joy, and it will take root in your heart. And it won't just endure for a while. It will endure forever. Because you will continue to nourish it and allow it to take deep root within your heart. If that is where your heart is. is If that word is received on the good ground, and that's your heart. If your heart is in the right place. So when tribulations or persecution come, you won't be offended. And the cares of the world, the deceitfulness of riches. When these things, when you experience these things, 
You won't get offended. You will just trust God and have faith. And when you hear the word of God and understand it, you will bear fruit and bring forth. This is the promise of the Lord. Some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. And that is all according to the will of God the Father and our Lord and Savior in your life, my friend. There is an account in the Book of Mormon. This is 3rd Nephi 17. When the, the, our Lord and Savior, when he visited them after he, his resurrection. And I know that a lot of you are not familiar with the Book of Mormon, but the Book of Mormon is just another, it's a testimony of Jesus Christ. And 3rd Nephi in the Book of Mormon is one of the most powerful books in the Book of Mormon. And let me read to you the subtitle at the be at the title at the beginning of this book. It reads This is chapter eleven. It's gonna be third Nephi chapter eleven. The Father, Jesus Christ, showed himself unto the people of Nephi as the multitude were gathered together in the land bountiful. And he ministered unto them, and on this wise did he show himself unto them. And during this visit, the Father testified of his beloved Son. Christ appeared and proclaimed his atonement. The people feel the wound marks in his hands and feet inside, and they cry, Hosanna. He sets forth the mode and the manner of baptism. He taught this. And he taught them that the spirit of contention is of the devil. He taught them his doctrine. And that men should believe and be baptized and receive the Holy Ghost. So he, when he appeared unto them, he taught them. But listen to what he said to them after he taught them. This is after his resurrection, before he ascended unto the Father. Behold, now it came to pass that when Jesus had spoken these words, he looked round about again on the multitude, and he said unto them, Behold, my time is as is at hand. And he was about to return unto the Father. I perceive that you are weak, that you cannot understand all my words which I commanded. I am commanded of the Father to speak unto you at this time. Therefore go ye unto your homes and ponder upon the things which I have said and ask of the Father in my name that ye may understand and prepare your minds for the morrow. 
and I come unto you again. So think about these words, my friends. The Lord knows that when we come to his word and read his word, that we are weak. And we cannot understand all the words that he has spoken unto us through the prophets, through the word of God. But he teaches here to go into your homes and ponder upon the things which he has said and ask of the Father in his name that we may understand his word. So this is the message today for you on this episode today. It truly is the desire of my heart that for you to have understanding of the Word of God. And I, I really, I know in my heart that this, why, this is the reason why the Lord put this on my heart, just to share this Scripture with you, the account of how the Lord taught in parables. Because, my friend, I, I, it is the true desire of my heart that you will be empowered in your life. To have understanding of the Word of God as you come to the Lord to read His Word. It is my true desire that you will Seek and pray to the Lord, come to the Lord, and receive understanding of his word. So, my friends, he can speak to your heart and to your spirit and give you the understanding that you need. And he can speak to you according to his will, what he would have you to learn and know and understand. Because, my friends, you're dear to my heart. And I do not desire for Satan to catch away that which has been sown in your heart by the Lord. I desire for the Word of God to be deeply rooted in your heart, my friends. And I truly and sincerely mean it. When the cares of the world, when you have to deal with these things, I do not. It's my heart's desire to strengthen you. That when you hear the Word of God, the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches will not choke the word of God out of your heart so that you become unfruitful. That is not my desire for you. That's why I'm here. Because it is my desire to strengthen you in your walking faith. In your relationship with God. And with our Savior, our desire, it is prayer in my heart that you 
for you to be fruitful and bring forth and receive the promises of the Lord. You will bring forth a hundredfold, some sixty and some thirty. When you receive the word of God and understand it, and it will bear fruit in your life. So be teachable. Seek for understanding from the Lord. And most of all, endure. Continue and decide that you will endure. And you will hold on to the promises of God. You will nourish the word of God in your life. That it will be on good ground in your hearts. And that you will turn to the Lord. That you will ponder the word of God in your life. And you will ask God the Father in the name of Jesus Christ. To give you understanding of his word. My friends, God bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in. My dear ones, my heart is with you, and I pray that the peace of God, the love of God, and the great mercy of God, and the favor and the saving grace of God will be with you always in your life. My dear friends, have a wonderful day. In Philippians 4a from the Bible, we read, Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. And think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Here on Christian Encouragement to brighten your day, we will focus together on what is worthy of praise, excellent, honorable, and pure unto our God. Thank you.